I began to write affirmations down um, and tell myself because I had a fear. It's this it sounds crazy, but I had a fear of success. Mm. I knew that if I was going to be successful, it was going to cost me something. And I didn't want to let go of the fear. <laughs> it was going to cost me my old life. It was going to cost me that fear. Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I create a space to chat with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. So baddie, tell us about yourself. Well, my name is Michelle Thomas. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a major New Yorker, right? Yeah. <laughs> but my family's also Caribbean. So I have that side of me too. So I have my dad's Jamaican, my mom's Guyanese. I was married for about 16 years, got a divorce, but I have two beautiful girls out of that. One is 18 and 10. I currently work for a local um, school district and I help with our homeless students there, but I have recently launched my own business for coaching and consulting. And I recently published my first book. Yeah. Scandal Comes Home. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's wonderful to, um, just learn more about you. Sometimes I feel like we are often so wrapped up in our ventures that people don't get a chance to just get to know the person yeah. behind it. It's you know, when people you. look at me, they think I'm so serious, mm-hmm. but I'm really silly. I love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's your favorite um, like comedy movie? Um, or like... It could be stand up. Like, what's your what's your go to when you need a good hearty okay. laugh? I like Dave Chappelle. He has a smart mouth. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, says some off the chain things. You're like, did he just say that? He did, but it was funny. <laughs> oh, did did you see the special with? Um, I think it was David Letterman. It was like next on and it, it was the interview with Dave Chappelle and it was in his hometown. Yes. Yes, yes I did. And he's just, and he's another person that, you you know, he would look one way, but he's completely different than what you really think, you know? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Like you literally can't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. So tell us more about, um, your consulting company and a little more about your book and just like, what was the catalyst for you uh, jumping into this world? Well, um, I decided, well, I'll tell you this. Let's start from this with my marriage. I was married, like I said, for 16 years, my marriage imploded. It was a huge scandal. It was all over the newspaper running on the news. And I was at the point in my life where I was just like, man, I did everything I knew to do to have a healthy marriage and it still failed. And so when that happened, it was just like, what do I do next? Who am I? You know? And so all of a sudden I took all that energy that I was putting into my marriage and I was putting it into my kids. And my kids are like, listen, lady, you're smothering me. Okay. (laughs) Mom, like it's too much. And we know you love us. It's enough. Okay. Let it go. And so it was just like, well, what do you do now? Like your kids are growing up, you know, you're not married. Like, what do you do? 
And I have been coaching people for years and I didn't really realize that's exactly what I was doing. And so it was just like, now is the time to really start taking all the lessons that I've learned, all the experience that I have, and to truly go out there and help those that need the help. They don't know the path to take. Hey, I've been on the path. I know how to get you there. You know, how to walk you right through that thing with integrity. <laughs> so I decided, hey, why not do this? I went ahead and I got my certification to become a life coach. And then it was just like, people were hearing my story. Last year, I had an opportunity to get in front of 1,300 women at a conference and share my testimony. Well, when I got off the stage, there were hundreds of women waiting to speak to me and they wanted to connect with me, but I had nothing to offer them. And I felt terrible. I was like, well, I can give you a prayer. I can definitely pray for you, right? But I had nothing for them to hold in their hands, nothing for them, nothing tangible that they could take with them. And I was just like, I felt terrible about that. Like why share testimony and you can't back it up with something to really help people to get through their hard times. And so I decided to write my book, When Scandal Comes Home. And in that book, I tell the testimony, I give the backstory of it. I explain some of the things that I had to experience, some of the the thought processes that I had to go through, all of that. But then I also give them an opportunity to work some of their, their scandals out in a healthy way. So it's a book, but it also has a workbook attached to it as well, too. And so I just felt like it was time. It was like, I've been through hell and back. I'm free. I'm light. I'm in a great place. Now's the time to help someone else. And I like how you gave this talk and you're just like, I'm just gonna put my story out there. And then all these women are waiting. And so you're like, oh, uh, I guess I should do something else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think that's like a, I don't know. For me, I feel like that's a good place to be in. People like, we want something, we want something. And it's like, you're literally driving forth with like meeting this need that they have, as opposed to like, assuming that they want something, putting it out into the world. And they're like, no, that's not what I want. You're just like, you're leading by based off of the people and, and what their needs are. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you think about your consulting company and the work that you've done, like over the last couple of years, like what are a couple of things that you want to celebrate? Yes, the book, but are there other things that you want to celebrate that um, have just been amazing things that have just surprised you? Yeah, it was really just getting out there and going live, getting on social media. That was, you know, and I want to tell people this, like sometimes when you go through things, your initial reaction is to cower down, you know, to go into hiding, throw the covers over your head and not be seen. Because if you're not seen, you can't be judged. Right. And I think for me, one of the huge accomplishment was to get back on social media and to be social on social media. Right. (laughs) Meet new people and not be afraid to tell my story, not be afraid to engage people and really uh, get out there. I think that was a huge accomplishment for me. Starting my own business and seeing my name on LLC. I'm like, this is the real deal. This is you, you know? I can do this. And a lot of times people are fearful after something really bad has happened to do anything. They don't want to do anything. They're just like, the last time I did this, this happened. It was just like, no, to get out there and do this, that was a huge accomplishment for me. Yes. Do it after I've been knocked down and starting from scratch. Yes. Do it anyway. Right. Yeah. And when you think about some of those moments when you were knocked down and had to start from scratch, like what are some of those challenges that you 
kind of like turned into opportunities and mountains that you decided to climb? I would say the first one, it was me. Okay. Mm. (laughs) I was the biggest challenge. I was creating things that didn't even exist. Levels of fear that wasn't even out there. It wasn't real. It was all my imagination. It was just things that I was justifying, right? Because I was afraid. And I think the biggest challenge that a lot of women, a lot of baddies are experiencing is that fear of the unknown. And so we put up all these walls of what we can do and what we shouldn't do and what we need to have when really it's unnecessary. Just get out there and do it anyway. And I really feel like when I get an opportunity to talk to a woman, I really coach her to start something, to finish something. That's one of those areas where I feel like I've been through it. I understand where you're coming from. I understand the fears. Let me show you how to get out of that and transition. So definitely, I was the biggest hurdle. (laughs) I wish I could say it was money. It was time. It was was a lack of support. No, it was was all Michelle. Yeah, We have to do that because we don't do that enough. We we point at other things as opposed to like, let me just look in the mirror because some of these things I assume are barriers or challenges. It's actually me and I yeah, need to get out all. of the way. <laughs> me. <laughs> Shame the devil and tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are some ways that like when you realized it was you, like how did you move through that? Okay. How did you have that come to Jesus meeting with yourself? I did. I started <laughs> writing things down. I am very, I like, I really, I'm very self-aware mm-hmm. and I know when I'm doing something and I know when I'm being busy. And I do have awesome friends that also have held me accountable for what I was doing. They saw me going around in that circle and making up stuff. And so I will say, listen, if you are one of these people that are stuck, definitely hire a life coach talk to your friends, get help. Don't do these things alone. Um, One of the things I also did is I began to write affirmations down um, and tell myself because I had a fear. This sounds crazy, but I had a fear of success. Mm. I knew that if I was going to be successful, it was going to cost me something. And I didn't want to let go of the fear. (laughs) It was going to cost me my old life. It was going to cost me that fear. And so I began to write affirmations that, you know what, it's okay to be successful. Don't be afraid of success. You can do this. And so I began to affirm myself. And uh, that was one of the things that I did do to get from point A to point B. And then I did a test run, you know, just try it out for myself. And I always say, just have fun. Start laughing. Laugh this thing off. Like what if you can turn around and turn like a really bad situation into something comical, right? You yes. Can you can find a little bit of comedy. <laughs> you can pull it out. You don't feel that heavy weight and that pressure. Mm-hmm. And so I took the pressure off of myself with some laughter. Yeah. I, I love that. And I appreciate that you said, so we always talk about, I feel like affirmations on like lifting up yourself if something's happened, which I'm not knocking it. I think we should always have like continuous affirmations, um, whether something good has happened or something bad has happened. But I'm just leaning on the piece where you talked about like the success. So the fear of success when we also fear failure, but that can be crippling as well is like, you know, there's a potential for you to be very successful, but you're like, mm-mm, 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 not yet. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't want to have to, because a lot of times we feel like, okay, we're going to have to change. And there is some yeah. are required to change. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that, you know, and I don't want to let things or people go sometimes. <laughs> No, no. And it's just like, and I'm understanding how to navigate that as well, too. It's not necessarily letting people go, just cutting them off. Cut, no, no. It's not a cutoff game. It's just understanding, you know, where this person is in this part of your life. Yes. Because I, I really believe we need each other. So I'm very mindful of the whole cutoff game thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and people are like seasons, you know, they come and they go and they'll come back at the right time when it's, when it's meant to happen. That's right. So there's, yeah. it, it relieves that sense of offense in that. Yeah. They'll just release it. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. When you think about some friends that you mentioned um, that have been there through thick and thin, have encouraged you, inspired you. Um, who are some of those people? If you want to share the names, you can, but we just want to show them some love in this moment. And if it's too many to name, you can just do a broad stroke of people that have supported you, but just wanted to show a couple baddies some love right now. Yes. Well, I have my girl, one of my friends, Sella. Like she was with me when the scandal broke out and she was just there and she 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 also was going through some rough things in her life as well, too. And we worked together like, you know, we were yin and yang here. Sometimes she was on a high and I was on a low and she kind of helped me up. Sometimes she was on a low and I was on my high. And, she, you know, we just helped each other and we balanced each other out. She's great. She even in the process of her, you know, I helped her start her own school. So it was just like, we were helping each other kind of get through this. I had a wonderful, I'm in ministry, but I had an awesome Sunday school class that really just kind of helped to encourage me to kind of walk me through this thing. I, listen, I believe in having a team of people. Yes. Okay. I know sometimes we say just rely on one or two people, but I think if you have a team, they can really help you in different areas because some people can't help you in every single thing. So you're going to have and you, you know, and I'm one of these people like I love variety. Right. And not everybody loves variety. Right. (laughs) So you're going to have to have people that can fill all those areas where you don't um, put that pressure on one good friend to be their your end all be all. You know, so I have a lot of wonderful baddies. I have a therapist, which, you know, I call on demand if need be, you know, right now I'm just, you know, and I think mental health in the African-American community, like we need more awareness of that. It's not a negative stigma. Use it to your advantage, use it to build yourself. So I definitely do that. So there's so many people that in my life that's really helped me to get from point A to point B. So I have a lot of awesome baddies. I really do. <laughs> yes. Well, all of Michelle's baddies out there, you know who you are. That's right. You'll be hearing um, this. dedicating this to you. <laughs> You'll be hearing this. Um, when you think about your, um, coaching and consulting work that you want to do, where do you aspire to be in the next two to three years and how can we help you get there from the time that, um, we hit play on this? Well, there's a number of things I am pushing, of course, the book, because I want to get more knowledge, more awareness out there to people. So I would love to get to the bestseller just because I want as many people to read this book and get a hold of this and understand, hey, you can get through this this hard time in your life. My coaching business, I like to keep that very consistent. I have um, I go, I have a season where I can take on so many clients at so many times at, at, at a certain level of um, time. 
Um, just because of um, the integrity that I have for my clients, I want to give them 110%. So I'm very mindful and I do my uh, coaching in seasons as well, too, so that I don't take on someone and I can't give them the full attention. Um, next few years, I'm definitely going to be on tour. I have a show that's going to be coming up in the future. Like we had to, I live in Texas and because we had Snowvid 21, yes. a lot of things. <laughs> were pushed back and delayed. And so I have a show coming out in the near future. So I'm going to be interviewing people and getting more information out there. I'll be on one of the Christian networks as well, too. And so I hope to be in a matter of two to three years, a millionaire. Hello, <laughs> hello, Michelle. Put it out there. There, Yes. So that's what I'd love to do. And just more awareness and giving people just information. I love sharing information with people. So, yeah. So where can we find you, um, your website, social media, so we can get social with you? Yes. <laughs> okay. So if anyone has gone through any type of trauma scandal and they're or even just having a hard time in life, they're stuck. You can check me out on my website. It's I am Michelle I am Michelle A.com. You can also check me out on uh, my book's website. It's called when scandal comes all one title, when scandalcomeshome.com. You can check me out there. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I am I also have a YouTube channel, Coach Michelle A on YouTube. And you can check me out on Clubhouse there too. Coach oh, Michelle yeah. A. So I'm, I'm like everywhere. You look for me, you throw a rock up in the air, you're going to hit <laughs> some platform with me on it. <laughs> you're everywhere the baddies want to be. That's yeah. where you are, Michelle. <laughs> you looking, you're going to find me. <laughs> Well, I'll include all of those places to find you in the description of this episode. And is there anything else you want to share about your journey, the coaching, just anything else you want to just put out there? Yes. I just, like I said, if you are struggling, if you have come to a place where even people are addressing things with you, you feel like you're losing relationships, you're losing yourself, like, you know, something's off. I really do encourage you to reach out to me. I can really help you navigate those areas. My clients, like they come in one way and they leave another way. One of the things that I do, I love to work with people on is just a spirit of gratitude and laughter. And so if you haven't had a good laugh in a long time, you need to come find me. There's no reason why you're not laughing in this earth. I know there's a whole lot of stuff going on, but it does not stop you from having laughter and joy. And I love to bring that to people. And I love teaching them the techniques to maintain that laughter and joy, even in the midst of a struggle, a scandal, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you can do it. <laughs> yes. Laughter and joy. If y'all yeah. need it, hit up Michelle. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, Michelle, in closing, I like to do a baddie benediction. So, you know what a benediction is. So, what do you want to leave um, the baddies with? Um, there's so many things that I, I um, that I would love to say, um, but I always give a confession, and it's in the back of my book. It's a little lengthy, but it just feels like it's power, you yeah. know. And for me, I'm in ministry, and so I tell people this, and I always say this, like. I am, and you can say your name, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Jesus Christ is in me. I am filled with his love. I am chosen and anointed by God, my daddy, and I walk in his power and in his authority all the days of my life. Amen. 
So you just going out there and just rest in that power. Baddies, friends, thank you for joining another episode of Baddies with Business. For more details about today's feature baddie, check out the episode description box. I have included her um, social media accounts and also ways that you can stay up to date on all things baddies with business. If you're a baddie with a business or aspiring business and want to chat, I want to hear from you. You can contact me at baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. If you want to support Baddies with Business and join the growing community of friends, consider joining the Baddies with Business Patreon community. The link for that is also in the description box. In closing, here's a word from the Lord, Audrey Lord. When we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So it is better to speak. Be bad. Be bold. Be a baddie.